I've been called cunt on stage when somebody was giving their set. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were giving their set, and, and they literally paused. They asked a question, and they paused. And I'm like, is he looking for an answer? So I said, yada, yada. And he said, oh, interrupt my set, you fucking cunt. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and an audience member goes, oh, shit, touchy much? Right? That was completely offline, and they got completely disinterested they got distracted by the fact that you really just called somebody a fucking cunt you were that upset. for no reason and they couldn't even you know focus on what you were saying after that and it was super funny uh, so you should have just like been like okay kept it pushing yeah and, and it's too easy to say afterwards hey dude I don't appreciate you button into my set like that it's well no you make it funny you try to make it funny yeah, I try make to make it, it funny, funny. don't call me a cunt I tell him yeah I know that what do you think what do you mean I, you know? I just but sat there like yeah but all there, right aren't there I, I, things that you expect when you are an artist or a comedian you should you expect go, that you should expect those you things you should expect it absolutely. you should yeah. not necessarily yeah, you're gonna like, be happy about it <laughs> but you ex- expect them. you can't get mad at them for like yeah, because so people when, will take it personally. Exactly. Where there's like a question yeah. to you gotta And a lot of relax. people are really not even thinking that you care that much. Oh yeah. They're just like they don't care. I'm gonna say whatever because they wouldn't say that to somebody that they know face to face and care about, but they saying that because they think that you are in some way in their mind you're a celebrity. So you're like, Oh, they don't care about me. They not tripping if I say this crazy thing. But then when they respond, it's like, Oh my god. <laughs> You were upset by that? Wow. You're not even funny anymore. Everyone, let's go. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it usually is. I mean, I don't know. Hecklers, I, I think that there's sometimes when it's like... They just they just want to be the comedian, and it's because exactly. most people are just reacting. Most people exactly. are, and that's that. I love that because I'm like, oh, they're participating, they're exactly. listening to me. They, yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I'm not going to be the meanest, but I will try to say something that you know they'll get it. And they usually won't, you know, they won't. It, it's, Keep going. Yeah, it depends. Keep interjecting. Well, yeah, but depend. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, sometimes you play it well, sometimes you don't. I mean, I've had hecklers totally throw me off. Like, <laughs> oh god, and you're like, oh shit. Whoa! That I mean, that's not them. That's come on. You've seen this before. You can, you got this. It's fine. And mo- most of them, they're not. Most of them are not dicks. Most they're just yeah. They're just there. And they're like, what? What the? Exactly. And you know, and they're like, you're like, huh? No. Like, whatever it is, they're like, and you're like, okay, that's real. I have to address this. Here, here let me explain. <laughs> kind of like this, like the like how you said a lot of the shit's not true i go up talking about a lot of sucking dick and this and that and who wants to meet me in the fucking parking lot and get their dick sucked and this and that and when i get on stage somebody always wants to do it and i'm like whoa i'm not i'm not really really gonna do that like it's really not going down like that it was, jokes, all, nigga. it was all talk and then actually at one of my last big shows like i was like getting off and they were like oh good job da, 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 da. and then we were like we, we were you know, waiting for their performance. I'm not going to talk to somebody else's performance. Somebody else talking. And they were like talking to me straight ahead. They were looking me dead in my eyes. They were like, why aren't you turned up? What's happening? Why are you not talking? And I was like, yo, somebody else is on stage, man. Like, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally 
I swear to you, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. I literally leave when I, when I'm done. I leave because there will be hella people trying to talk to me, so I just go right outside. So if they want to talk to me, I don't want to disrespect the performer that's up right there. And there'll be like three or four people that are always, oh, let's smoke a joint, let's chill, let's talk. So I'll be like, okay, let's do, let's do this outside. I don't I don't want to be literally standing in the middle of the room. Right. They don't give a fuck about nobody else. They be like, oh, shit right. was dope, and you be like, okay, you know, thank you, thank you. Let's I don't right. want to shush them because they're they're congratulating Oh, shushing me. people sucks. It's it I've sucks. done it and then and then I'm ba- I need to do that better too because usually yeah. I'm like and then yeah. You know That's like, why yeah. I, I just be like, oh, let's go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Let's about, go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Or I usually just, ah, you know, like, <laughs> that guy up there on the microphone. Yeah. Right. It's so annoying. <laughs> I have I have to be like, you know, let's go outside for a little bit. Like, I can't even hear you talking over the music. I do hate when you got to set people straight, like, on that part, because I will set people straight. Like, if you're literally at a comedy show and there's, like, 50 people around and, like, 20 people are talking, I'm getting up there and I'm telling you bitches, hey, can you shut the fuck up? Like, you guys are at a comedy show. You literally just paid to come in here and you're talking. Can you say that shit for Facebook? Can you message each other? Right. Later? Like, this shit is no longer okay. There's people that are literally looking at you like, can you shut up? And they're not trying to tell you. So I'm going to get up here and tell them for you. Shut the fuck up. And I, 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 I don't mind doing that because people get a kick out of it. But then at the end of the day, I kind of feel like a dick, you know? And I don't want to feel like a dick. Then I'm okay with it. Well, <laughs> I find peace with it. They shouldn't be talking during the set. There's no reason I think to do some that. people don't think I'm going to tell them to shut the fuck up. Nobody thinks I'd anybody's really, gonna say that. Yeah, nobody thinks that, right? I'd be really quiet on things, and I'd be like, "Could y'all shut up, please? We are like trying to enjoy." <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, you know, I don't know. I'm very aggressive on stage, and I'll tell people to, you know, shut up or whatever. I'll do all kinds of. But I've I don't seen really you quite a few times. I don't really care, you know. Yeah, I like, and I, I like you know, I'll shut. You know, it's like, but. But as far as like, <laughs> if they listen to me, I'm grateful. If they get a kick out of it, if I if the payoff works for them, if they get the if the payoff is good, then it's it's great. Then it works. You're like cool. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, if I've heard you several times. That's why I said you're unique and you're different because I've always heard you say different things, which I love when females say different things because I feel like I started doing different things like three it's it's more like 2013 when i really started and like the guys that i was doing it with they were like you should get a set and i was like no you should not get a set because you're not funny and you should like lose your set and just be original and like you'll get more laughs and then ultimately i started doing more things that i noticed there's not a lot not a lot there are some comedians that do different things every single time and all the time and or they'll have some of their stuff and they'll incorporate new things constantly to have like a section of a base that's normal. You know what I'm saying? So I've 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 noticed that it's more females and that there's like one comedian one or two male comedians that's like i never do the same set but i'm like totally not really because i've seen you do the same set a couple times you know and then like but i feel like it's more from the females because we understand we're comedians where we can make anything funny versus telling jokes like what is a joke like that's the shit you read on the fucking popsicle sticks to your kids and we can write those (laughs) But we don't we don't technically want to tell the audience the same story over and over. Right. No. 
one and done i've heard so that's why i'm saying i've heard you on some very intimate moments yeah and i appreciate <laughs> your honesty <laughs> yeah dude that's the thing i mean sure I and mean, that's, that's i feel I mean, like i'm missing the, out the fun part that's the fun part is you're like oh and then yeah you're like oh okay just kind of uh, I mean, it's, sometimes it's misinterpreted for sure. That's like, I'm getting better at kind of like telling people, hey, this isn't like some of the stuff. It's like, oh, this isn't recent. <laughs> like, don't worry. I'm okay. <laughs> don't worry. Like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Life is good, you guys. <laughs> but like, sometimes I, I forget to tell them that, you know, I, I'm going to say some shit. Don't worry. I'm, it's not, you know. But that's the thing about art. It's left for them to interpret. You can say what you want to say. You don't need to clarify no i know i know i know that takes the fun out of it it's well depending you know because it's it's funnier i think it's, i don't know i'm kind of upset you're not going to an orgy tonight oh sorry <laughs> sorry sorry i'm disappointed sorry. in you no i know i lied i lied is the threesome I was, real i could drink yes. my mind oh yes the threesome, the threesome is very real oh my god i believe it you gave me so many visuals <laughs> they were so hot I did. Yes. blonde with curly and, hair and a brunette with straight hair oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're very tall they're tall <laughs> Oh, you're just, just climbing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's a no, dude. I just think that it's funny. Like the we, I, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> just life is just life is life is fun, right? Life very is, fun. Do things on your it's own terms, fun. right? And then try to be negotiable, right? Like you're not trying to like hurt people. Like everybody's like, <laughs> but, but yeah, like just be, be <laughs> but yeah, but don't do anything you don't want to do. Right. Man. Do what you want want to do and people are usually down to do that <laughs> that's you know and then you're like ah, i'm not really into that you know like i did it a lot you know it's not actually my thing i don't, right. I don't and, need and right that. there i feel like you're talking about sucking dick right there you don't really suck dick huh Oh, or you do occasionally? Uh, no, oh sure. Cause yeah, yeah. Because sure, I'm, I'm interested sure, in that. Because like, do you really have a bridge that it would fuck up? Oh sure, dude. Sure, I sure, like it. Sure. Well, it's <laughs> keep with that. Sure, I like it. Cause you have. It was a, well, it was a larger consideration. It actually comes from the story of having like braces too, and like just the whole thing. Like you have braces. Okay, that makes it way harder to even do that. Like really that, no, gracefully, that, right? You know, like you're like ah, I have when I was like a much older teen I, I can't remember I think I was like 20, 19 or 20 so when you I had all the rubber on. bands strapped in and that's <laughs> like I'm all out oh, hold on let me take these rubber bands out <laughs> it was, yeah so it was just did you ever get pubes stuck in your braces <laughs> yeah you, you, <laughs> no I became traumatized I was just like I can't no then, then it was oh you're all God. talking to your mom and she's like what the fuck is that <laughs> oh my god no 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 I told you to have sex in your 20s but I don't want to see your pubes sticking out your braces I really I always thought it was more intimate so I hear like people people will say that like oh like blowjobs or oral is less intimate and, I, and for me I've always thought oral sex was way more intimate way more intimate I've always thought that I've always always like huh well I definitely want to like you know first you know like ladies first you got to go down on me guys come on duh but um also like I mean they, okay they don't have to but then why are you fucking me why are we doing this I don't get it and then and then and then the sex and then yeah eventually I kind of wish you would have you would have taught me this like 15 to 20 years ago like as teenagers <laughs> and then my other friend would have taught me like hey they'll pay you <laughs> <laughs> Like as I was still 165, that would be like, 
I, and then you know protection protection don't stay with the one guy and have unprotected sex just fuck everybody who you want and you know super protected and maybe you won't get nothing you'd be rich <laughs> oh man no, i'm just joking just joking no. only if but you know that'd be you would have been a great friend to have like 20 years ago <laughs> i took all my girlfriends to planned parenthood oh, and no. i would have been like taking car, the bus together loads. no i had a car i would <laughs> drive the girls when they needed to get the emergent you know the what whatever are you d40 or the uh, plan b or whatever the fuck it was and they were but they were you know it's just so f- sad that like sex education was just like so dumb no really <laughs> like nobody sex education is a fucking joke <laughs> only thing i remember was getting a baby and i wanted the baby i was, couldn't wait to get the baby i'm like woo, i got my baby I, oh you're a mom like, i got to no 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 let me rephrase that the baby uh in middle school for the sex ed class yes did you want a baby after that no no but that didn't stop me from having sex (laughs) right no i'm sorry so they should have been more like she's saying it's sex it's like because they're just like here here's a baby boom (laughs) they don't talk about anything else you gotta learn that growing up you're like oh shit okay 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 i know what that is now (laughs) and then people watch porn and then they 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 think that girls just suck guys dicks for no reason (laughs) 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 oh you're the milkman you want your milk i'm gonna suck your dick thanks for fixing my sink let me <laughs> no no if only life were that easy <laughs> <laughs> right and all those guys are just walking around all hot and super sexy like that too right well, you need I mean, thick girl. they all look like ron jeremy with yao ming ling's dick like no i know there's so many like women porn i need to i need to watch some female centric porn but i think you to pay for that like some like really like good made by women porn <laughs> I think I, they charge I, for that I don't know probably not free <laughs> you probably can't google that oh, one damn it I gotta pay for <laughs> art man I gotta yeah. pay for art can't <laughs> like if we made some videos where we raped some guys <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Not no, no 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 I think that would be a hit no. amongst the guys They're, they'd be like I wish a group of girls would gang up and rape no, me I don't know Oh, That'd man. be like the new trend. Uh, Can you we think do not, about that? Let's that's not disgusting. trend rape. No, that's disgusting. Hey, but they'll be down for it. That's what's disgusting. <laughs> that, no, if it's consensual, it's not, you can't say that in the same thing. People that's who are raped so are true, not right? into it. Exactly. Right. That's no. the whole definition no. of the thing. No, they're not into it, dude. People are like, what the fuck? They're like, like hey, oh you want to rape me? No, shut up. You guys Come don't over have later. the same fantasies no. as me. No. No, no, I don't know. No, that's not what happened. No, I really like no, consensual no. sex. I think it's right, really hot. I me think too. it's really hot. It's like, hey, you want to have sex? Yes. No, rape is a real issue. And we kind of don't no want to like badger that because I know we have some rape victims that are actually going to be coming back on talking to us. Everybody got hella silent on that. Because it's mean, real. <laughs> I mean, not may- okay, ever. I mean, maybe in the middle of the night if we're partners and you sneak up in that pussy, it's still consensual part way. <laughs> I like how only, you, you only rolled your eyes. You were questioning. It. You were only like, maybe. I feel, I feel 
if we talk about that it. conversation, yes. if you're like, yeah. hey, you know, guys, I would love sleep. to be. They sleep rape us. <laughs> they sleep rape us way more than so we. So we talking about it. <laughs> so we're talking about it now. We're like, stop the like, bullshit. I am a talk hard to me sleeper. First and say, do you? Is this something you would want to do? Yes or no? If it's yes, if, if I'm you've still never, sleep, dead sleep, then wake me up. Now I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying for everyone else, you just have that conversation. You should look at your your it's, man's phone every now good. and again. Yeah. Like look at the videos every now and again that they Lord, make while you're sleeping. Going at- have you Google ever seen search. that? Have you ever seen some of that stuff? Like while you're sleeping, some of the videos that they do, they be like jacking off over you and shit. Dude, they be no, like, I've never seen that. Never seen that? I no, no. Oh, I'm a hard no. sleeper though. Like I've, tell I've me. been lots of sleep sex before. I would be. I would That's be, why I would hate to sleep over somebody's house because I'm just a rock. I ha- okay, there was one time I did see those photos. He grip. He sent a group photo. See that was, and I sleep. didn't know he took it sleep. until mm-hmm. afterwards, and that was really fucking. It's upsetting. a real thing. It was upsetting that he put me in the group also that he sent this <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> like, he just like, I'm like he, what the fuck and then people in the group are just like what the fuck is this how dare you uh, okay yeah. so we actually are coming up to the end of the show so do you have any actual locations that you would like to share with us Miss Alyssa well yeah I'll be um yeah. Oh God, dude. We got some. I'll be here. I'm gonna do a show in um uh in Oakland. Well, East Bay Community Space. It's in Oakland, I think. It's oh, like. It's what's the show called? It's called the Chai Sessions. It's gonna be like storytelling and music. Love That's it. That's on Monday. This Monday. Yeah, the 26. What time? I think I don't know. Well, how can it's we look like at your like Instagram? I I just I'm on Facebook. Can, can you spell your name for us? Yeah, it's A L Y S S A. W e s t e r l u n d. Awesome. So then they could look at you guys on. It'll probably be posted there somewhere. Yeah, I'm not really good at social media, so it's kind of like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes we all need an assistant pimp. I feel like that's needed, like especially like the more you really want to do. I feel like your mind. Look at a social media powerful. pimp. Yeah. You, you, we need we all need assistant pimps to remind us <laughs> you have a special event today. I need a You don't look good in that lipstick today, bitch. Yeah. Somebody should tell people that. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um but y'all, I got a show coming up, the Lady Comedy Show Lips, Hips and Thighs, May 18th that is Burntwood. Hit me up if you want tickets. I E S H A B I R D S O N G. That's Aisha Birdsong. Hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Instagram broke bitch 101 underscore future billionaire and you know what guys i'm gonna have to ask you guys and say it again if y'all like this and you got this far let me ask you to do like this put in your uh little message or or a little later or whatever i b i r d s o at yahoo.com you can paypal me some motherfucking money what you could do is you could paypal me a dime a quarter a nickel a dollar and what we're going to do is we're going to use that money for house fees if you guys are generous then maybe we'll you know, start buying food for the comedians. And, you know, I'll be very honest with you guys because I'm very honest with people. I actually want to start using that to start helping save this radio station. So pretty soon here, this radio station might not be existent. 
there's not much talk of it right now, but I want to go ahead and bring that up because there's not much talk of it right now. Soon we'll probably be asking for donations or such things like that. But if you guys can help in any such way, and if you have that, it's super easy. You can Snapchat me that cash bitch at Aisha Birdsong one. You can just simply put in the smallest donation or a large donation. We'll shout out the smallest and the largest donation there is. And we'll give you guys some, some time and some thank yous on the Woe Wednesday. But um, we're also going to be doing some other things like charging $5 to come in and throw in straight up shows for people to come in and see us. Usually a lot of San Franciscans show up on those, not technically visitors far away because we know y'all ain't got time and that's why you listen to podcasts. Um, But other than that. Um, we, we do need your guys' support. Um, I mean, I would love, I would love to take it all on my own and so would other people, but we, we can't do everything on our own. So if you have the financial capability, please help us out with a dollar, 10 cents, five cents, whatever you can do, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, I'm also going to be out in, um, like Vacaville on the, the 19th of April that's like coming up it's going to be a dope ass show with the um, rare breed comedy there's going to be some dope shows going out in Fresno I'm going to be with Pablo Segura out there in Fresno on the 31st I'm out at the steakhouse in um that is going to be in Kingsburg. So check my Instagram out, BrokeBitch101. Send me some motherfucking cash, bitches. And anybody else want to tag something, say anything real quick? Uh, got a show coming up on April 8th at Brick and Mortar in San Francisco. Brick and Mortar. Yes, yes. You can go to www.aftonshows. That's A-F-T-O-N-S-H-O-W-S dot com. Slash the tea party T H E T E A P A R T Y tickets are only twelve dollars. So go ahead and hit that up, and then also a show, also a show on April seventeenth at the complex, opening up for Devin the Dude. Tickets are fifteen. So please hit me up on my uh, Facebook at Jazzy Camille. It's just Jazzy Camille, and I'll get back to you. It's easier to hit me on there. Hey, hit me up for them Brentwood tickets as well. Listen, any last second thank you i thank appreciate you, you coming yeah, here girl you were amazing yeah and again i do thank not you. own the rights to this song but i want you guys to make sure you remember to look up s-m-o-o-v-e let's bring him out the woodworks and get him back to work because he is absolutely motherfucking genius thank you for joining us it don't sit wrong, girl, but don't When you see me on the phone, you know it's on Picked up a little freak on my way home Cause you know you wanna play my Donkey Kong It don't sit wrong, girl, but don't When you see me on the phone, you know it's on Picked up a little freak on my way home Cause you know you wanna play my Donkey Kong It don't sit wrong
wrong Cause you don't wanna play my donkey Kong It don't seem wrong Yeah, but don't When you see me on the phone You know it's on Picked up a little freak on my way home Cause you don't wanna play my donkey Kong It don't seem wrong Race up to Mackin' Smooth be watching up on the paper napkin Always leave the stack in But carry your focus to be on cap The most happening rapping at the corner of the cap And trying to figure out who was real Who was really acting What are they packing? What do you know? I need to get back back to Sebastopol Eight in the box Eight to the kids The long donkey Come for your grown up sister No one don't miss her Can always go back See that fat video stack Got a black pair of lopes Wearing coast to coast In a brown jumpsuit Named Butter Toast I won't be your host But I'll bring you a bone And let you be the breath On this long duck dong It's song See, she make me silly. See, she make me laugh. See, she make me really, really want that ass. And he just ain't no other pack and butter like the Ritz. But treat me like a king, I wear the crown and get the grits. See, she make me silly. See, she make me laugh. See, she make me really, really want that ass. And he just ain't no other pack and butter like the Ritz. But treat me like a king, I wear the crown and get the grits. Looking at the dip in your hips. Looking at the look in your lips. Gonna have to focus my tricks. Maybe use the flick of my wrist. I had to have that. When I go too fast, she went slow. When I used to grind, she would flow. She knew I kept the video, and she still kept on low. I had to have that hoe. Do you really know what you missing? I keep you coming if you listen. See the biscuit get to bacon. Yeah, I tossed in the kitchen. Come and get him. Let the blonde hair blue. I slay on the loose. Had to pick up the four five Peter. Proceed to dump off the deuce deuce. For the pot of the week, we go and get it on the corner. There's always something to see. Come and get a piece of California. With the absolute and cranberry feeling too deluxe. She treat me like a king and didn't spend five bucks. See, she makes me silly. See, she makes me laugh. See, she makes me really, really want that ass. And he just ain't no other packing butter like the Ritz Better treat me like a king, I wear the crown and get the grits See, she makes me silly, see, she makes me laugh See, she makes me really, really want that ass And he just ain't no other packing butter like the Ritz Better treat me like a king, I wear the crown and get the grits You see the look in my eyes, wanna get to touching your thighs Then I see the truth in your lies So I hook the panties to the side, I get to work Hey everybody, welcome. This is the Sparkast. It is live here at the beautiful Spark Dispensary on Mission Street between 8th and 9th. I can never remember the number because I'm a terrible person. But we're here on the Sparkast. We have great comedians tonight. We have Brian Lucette. We have Warhol Kaufman. We have Matthew Quirk. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're live here at Spark. Today, our product highlight is the Sour Lime Kush. We're gonna be smoking the Sour Lime Kush. It is exciting. We're gonna be talking about the new packaging laws. We're gonna have our product highlight on the uh, Sour Lime Kush. We're gonna have our, have, our, have our pot games. I'm so glad you guys are here for our podcast. Everyone else is here. We're gonna get started in just a second with today's Sparkast, July 2nd, 2018. 
We're all here at Spark together on a Tuesday night. We're here for the Sparkcast, recorded live here at Spark. What a fun time. We have great comedians to entertain you while you suck on those delicious vape bags. Yay, Volcano! Volcano forever! Yay! I hate that they're, ama they're amazing machines. They make it work. Uh, we're here at the Sparkcast, live at Spark. People are buying the great new product. Today we're going to be talking about the, a little bit about the new packaging laws. It was very, everything like, what's happening now? Everything looks different. What are milligrams? Ah, maths. <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to also do our product highlight. Today's product highlight is the Sour Lime Kush. We're going to be smoking that and talking about it. We've got comedian highlights, people telling jokes, people telling stories. And then we have our great game that's interactive with our whole crowd. And you can win this beautiful t-shirt. Uh, we can turn it up. This, oh, there it is. This beautiful t-shirt. See, it says spark on the back. On the front, it says laughter is the second best medicine. And um, here it's spark. And then it says spark has number one. Because we all know what the best medicine is. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Delicious, delicious. Thank God that, that this is all happening. Anybody else paying attention to World Cup? I'm wearing dumb socks because I have caught the fever. <laughs> the fever of the flavor of 27-year-old millennial men actually making their goals. It's very exciting. I just, I love it. Uh, yeah. Here we are, crazy things happening here at Spark. Everybody, it's it's a really fun place. You get to come in, you sign in, you get your you get your little vape just thingy, and you get your bag and your little brush, the brush so you can get all the all the good nugs. Get them out of there. Scrape out all that flour. Uh, I've always been it's like it's a flower, it's a plant. It's edible. What what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, um, well, Brian Lucette, one of our comedians, Brian Lucette, he already got one of these things. You can get, you can set one up. We got We have to set up a vaporizer so that we can talk about our product highlight tonight, the sour lime Kush. I already smelled it. I opened the bag, and it does smell super limey. I don't understand how like nature works. That it smells and tastes. How does it happen? That I mean, it's almost the same thing with wine, right? When they're like, it tastes like cherries. Right? But then it's like you, you get some weed and it tastes like banana, and you're like, how is this possible? It tastes like lime. It's a plant. It's not, I guess it's the same thing as basil. Like there could be chocolate basil and like mint and all that stuff, maybe like, but how nature astounds me. Is it not like magic? It's hard not to believe in God at this point. You're like, how, how do you make weed smell like limes? It's magic. Magic. Warhol knows all about magic. Uh, I'm a, I like to smoke. I, this, is, this is something that happened to me this week, and I looked it up, and I don't know if this has happened to other people, but a, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is smoke pot. Does anybody else do that? Does anybody smoke weed before they pee besides me? Okay, good. I'm not the only one. Good. So I, I wake up, and I go, and I hit the bong, and then I go potty, and then I usually drink a big glass of water, and then I take another hit. And then sometimes I get really nauseous. 
like out of nowhere. And then I vomit a bunch of water. And I always thought, oh, I'm an alcoholic. Nay, there's this new thing we looked up on the internet. And it's called cannabinoid meiosis, meiosis, something like that. And it makes you nauseous. And I read this article about this woman who, they ended up firing her from a modeling job because they were like, you're an alcoholic because she threw up every morning. But it's something that you get if you've been doing long-term THC usage, like 17, 20, 25 years plus. And I thought I was, I was, I always just thought it's because I had too many IPAs the night before. But now I'm like, but it's a weird thing. They've been studying it now. Look it up. It's, it's this crazy thing. Because I've been, I mean, I've been smoking pot every day all the time for like probably 25 years now. I don't know, what, from when I was 19. Let's do the math. I'm 44. Who's good at math? <laughs> 25 years. I did it without even thinking about it. Oh my God, don't you love it when that happens? When you like you get an answer right and you didn't even know it was right, but you're like, ah, weed doesn't make you dumb. <laughs> no, I have two master's degrees. I promise it doesn't make you dumb. Although, it's <laughs> it makes me think about things in a whole new way. Like I've, I've conceptualized the world in a larger scope because of the joys and beauties of marijuana. I am so pro-marijuana. I am so happy that it's legal now and I don't have to hide from the stigma. Although my parents still hate me, but you know, that's because they, they, were, they were like, Vietnam's cool. <laughs> it all goes back to the 70s. Yay. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done talking for a minute. Who wants to tell a story or tell jokes? You got a story. Hey, you know who's got a story? He's a hilarious individual. Uh, he's an amazing friend of the Sparkast. Hey, everybody, enjoy the fun story highlight from your first comedian, Warhol Kaufman. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to shout out to Spark because they've been hooking it up for years, you know. And uh, I'm from Maryland. So if you're trying to get weed in Maryland, it's not it's not really the same thing. Like I was home a while back, I saw my cousin. He showed me some app I didn't get at the time, I didn't understand. He was like, check it out. He was like scrolling through. It was just like a lot of butts, really. I was like, oh yeah. It was a photo app. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you, you can follow whatever you want, but I like AS. I like AS, so mine is a lot of AS. I thought that was pretty fun. He was like, tell me about California, tell me about California. So he came over, came over and smoked me out, man. And I'm telling you, I can't go back to Maryland anymore. I've gotten dosed with PCP three times, but twice in Maryland. So he smokes me out, right? We're just in the car outside. Then I go into the house. I end up vomiting, like, all over the, my parents' bathroom, you feel me? I'm trying to clean it up, but I'm like hella fucked up in the head. I take my shirt off. I'm like using my shirt to clean up the vomit. Uh, they notice. They notice. And then they're like yelling at me. They're like, what were you doing? You're doing, ah, drinking too much. I'm like, nah, just like, just chilling with my cousin, you know? We was just kicking it. Oh, man. The next time I got dosed with PCP, it was my other cousin at the hotel room that my brother got. This is right before I went to the psych ward and apparently I ended up on the news because I flooded, they claim I flooded the a whole le level of the motel, but I was on the first floor so I don't really believe it, thank you. <laughs> I don't believe it, but they say I was on the news and allegedly it was $1,500 worth of damage 
But this is what happened, see, this is what happened. I was trying to get my cousin a laptop, and I was on tour with this dude, and he was like, trying to stop me. He's like, we need it. I'm like, motherfucker, this is not your hotel room. My brother got this. This is not your laptop. Someone else stole this laptop. So I got mad. So I was like, he went and gave, I met my brother for the first time. He went and gave him a ride. And I'm by myself in the hotel room. And someone had taught me that apparently you can do laundry in the in the bathtub. So I was like, all right, I need to do some laundry. I'm by myself. Uh, I got dosed with PCP. I just did a long walk where I tried to buy a Christmas tree. And then this little kid uh, told me it cost $3,000. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I can't buy a Christmas tree. Um, and then, you know, I felt like I was being watched, but only because they have drones that watch you from overhead in Maryland. Yeah, so then I was like, I'm gonna just be as normal as possible. Let me just walk very normal. Everything's cool. So anyway, so I'm in the room, and uh, the lights start bothering me. I'm trying to turn them off, but I can't find the switches, so I just unscrew the light bulbs, and I throw them in the sink, right? And then that's about when I start trying to wash my clothes, but then suddenly there's like on the door, right? It's like, the police, the police. And I'm like, I don't really feel like talking to y'all right now. I'm not wearing any clothes because I was washing my shit in the, in the bathtub. And now it's all dark. So now I'm just like ducking down underneath this counter singing R.E.M. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Right, right. And the cop's like, knocking on the door. This goes on for three hours. So I drag furniture in front of the door so they can't get in. And after three hours, I'm like, okay, I'm ready now. So I open the door, I'm still don't have any clothes on, and I've forgotten that I'm washing clothes, so the whole room is starting to flood. Oh, anyway, I went to the psych ward, thank you. Yay! The lesson of that story is, only buy your weed from Spark. Like only, you know what's in it with the packaging now, they tell you where it was grown, like you can't even. Don't, don't ever, you know, you don't want to get that. What do they call it? Sherm? Ah, scary. Anyway, uh, Warhol Kaufman with an amazingly enlightening story. Uh, I feel like we have an audience quorum, so we should do our game early tonight because we have a lot of, do you guys want to play the game and try to win the prize? Yeah, yeah the prize is this awesome t-shirt. I also have, there's also, there's other, there's also other prizes. Oh no, it's a quiz. We're gonna find out how much you know about stuff. So you'll like raise your hand and I'll give you tickets. Hold on. I'm gonna get the tickets. La la la, la the tickets. Ah, get the tickets. Okay. So when you answer a question right, uh, so I'll run over to you with the microphone and then you'll say your answer. And if you're correct, you get a ticket. And the person with the most tickets at the end of the game wins this amazing t-shirt uh, sponsored by Spark, because they're amazing. And, and also, uh, second and third prize, I have, I have these amazing buttons. One of them says pride and one of them says trans and they're beautiful and these are other prizes. So they're made by my buddy Ant and they're pretty awesome. Okay, questions? And everyone can play, even the people that work here. If you don't have a t-shirt yet from us, uh, then there we go. Okay, question number one. What commonly used plant is related to cannabis? What commonly used plant is related to cannabis? And for an extra point, for an extra point, you can say how it's used. Chocolate is wrong. Chocolate is wrong, sorry. 
What commonly used plant is closely related to cannabis? Yes, yes. Aloe, no. Aloe is wrong. Well, hemp is part of, I mean, that's, that's close, but I'm looking for something. Oh, over here, over here. Hops. He is right. The answer is hops. Hops are a plant that are closely related to marijuana. Uh, another acceptable answer would have been catnip. Catnip, yes, catnip also very similar, not the same, but very similar. All right, next question. Question number two. Question number two, what team is going to win the World Cup? Question number two, what team is going to win the World Cup? I need you to raise your hand. I need you to raise a hand. Brazil is an acceptable answer. They are in the final eight. That was, I was, anybody in the final eight was an acceptable answer. And France. Uruguay! Oh, Uruguay! Uruguay is going to play France on Friday, and I'm going to be making crepes because we have a French buddy, and I want to impress him. He's going to be like, yeah, we're going to make crepes. All right, this is question number three. This is, uh, this is old-timey because I've been watching this thing about Vietnam. <laughs> All right. What is a lid, and how much did it cost approximately in 1970? A dime bag. A dime bag? What? A lid? But how much, how much, how much was it usually like? Not cost, but... Too, too much, too much, a little too much. Because it was, some people say that it was an ounce, but it's, it's actually not. Anybody else know a lid? Yes, Matthew Quirk. It's the lid of a shoebox filled up with wheat. No, that's not correct. It's not, that's a good guess though. Is it, he says five digits. No, 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 it's, should I tell you the answer? Do you know the answer? No, it's too much too. Uh, in the 70s, they used to call it a lid when you were buying weed. Yes, the answer is an eight. It was like a coffee can lid, and they would take it off. It was also sometimes they'd use, they'd get their tobacco in a can, and if the full can was filled, it would be an ounce, but the lid was an eight. So they'd take the lid off, and they'd fill it, and that was what it was. It was a lid. There were no scales back then, I guess. I don't know how they, the 70s. How much was it? We tried to look it up and we couldn't find. I was just hoping someone would be old enough that they actually bought one back in the day. I thought one of you was going to answer that question. I don't know how much it cost. I was just being born. Question number five. Don't forget to raise your hand. Did I not give you the ticket? Oh my gosh, you need your ticket. All right, question number five. Question number five. How much marijuana do you smoke per day? Yes, what do you say? What's the question? That's the right answer. It, it, it didn't matter. Anybody could have said any amount and I would have given them a ticket. It was whoever raised their hand first on that one. It's like, I, I, and I, I actually thought about it myself. I'm like, how much do I smoke every day? Jesus. All right. Uh, question number... I'm gonna skip that one. Uh, 
This is a question that actually requires your guys' help because I don't think we can answer this. What are the new packaging rules all about? We don't know. Can anyone from Spark come out and tell us, like, what's going on with all the new packaging rules? Is it, well, no, it's already been childproof. I mean, it's in two bags. It's a bag inside of a bag, and you can, like, mail it to yourself. And, but, like, what's with the new, because they had that fire sale last week, and then they had to have all these new packaging rules. So I'm wondering if anyone from the Spark staff can explain to us what these new packaging rules are all about. Like, do we, do we have to know where it's grown? Do we want to know where it's grown? I guess we do. Certify. Certify. It, does, it, does it make you feel better? So it makes you feel better as a consumer to have it tested, to know where it's from. mold on it. You want to have something that you know what fertilizers have been used on your natural drug. The government is actually trying to make a drug and make it cannabis-like, but it's not. It's not a natural drug. So, like, keep the pharmacology out of it, but know what is going into it to make it naturally. Right, like, because you don't want to use, like, Monsanto chemicals. Like, that would be the worst, right? Like, they start spraying it with, like, weird things that kill all the boy plants or whatever. <laughs> just, I don't know, people might actually like that. <laughs> I have a theory though that we need the men. Uh, they didn't, you guys didn't want to answer. Our, do you guys want to talk to us a little bit about the packaging laws? Are you willing to do it? Cool, yay, we get an expert, yay! Um, so it just has to be in childproof bags and um, they just want it to have new labeling so that we know exactly where it come from and all, everything that's inside of the new packaging or the new product. So that's the basis of it, just as long as it's childproof. So has the childproofing made it almost adult-proof? Has anybody complained yet that they can't get into it? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, it's adult-proof. So what we guys, what we need to do is create like a spark scissors, like you guys should make like a, a Swiss Army knife and call, put it, make it in the spark blue and put spark on it so everyone can have a tiny pair of scissors to cut open their bags. That would be fine, but then I'm sure something would happen where we would get blamed with the scissors. Right, <laughs> or, or they'd be like, they stabbed me with a spark knife, it's their problem. And then spark did it, like, no. <laughs> it's so, but, but you make a great point that things are crazy right now legally and no one really knows what's going on and the laws keep, seem to keep changing every month about what regulations you have to have and what you have to comply to. And I mean, it, how are you guys dealing with that as a staff? Um, we're just, I guess, dealing with it. Like once it comes in, we have to, you know, put the new product out and have to go with compliance. 100% compliance all the time. Yay, Spark, yay! Well, now we know about the new packaging laws. Thank you. You get a ticket. You win a ticket for participating. Oh, nice. Yay, yay. Uh, okay. Uh, number 10. Name three active cannabinoids. Good. THC, CBD, CBN. Does anybody know what CBN does? Yeah, everyone's like, ah. Okay, so actually I learned about this. CBN's really exciting. CBN is when THC denatures over time, so it does it naturally. Like, the plant 
takes THC and it, when it turns into CBN, it's like, turn off, turn the plant off, it's time for the plant to die. So the same thing will happen to your THC weed. If you have a heavy THC weed and you leave it out in the sun and you let it sit there for a while, it denatures into CBN. Now what CBN does, it's like the nighttime stuff because it tells the plant to turn off, but it also tells you to turn off. So you don't get high on it, but you fall asleep like crazy times. So if you've ever been trying to use it specifically for sleep, like CBN, like look for it. Or denature your own THC and you can make it yourself. Because I don't think like it's, because it's basically old weed has the stuff that makes you sleep. I don't know how God works, but whatever. Uh, okay, next question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so talkative, it's terrible. It's this weed, it's this lime, it's this sour lime kush. It's made me talkative with its sativa dominant strain and its heavy THC at 20.3% or 203 milligrams. Max. How many active cannabinoids are there in marijuana? That, that is the correct answer. Yay! Hundreds! So right now they've, they've, they can name 113, but we, we don't even know yet. We haven't, they thought it was 52, now it's 113. We don't even know. They're just starting testing. So the magical plants, yeah! It's like old, it's like, I, I believe in witchcraft now, because I'm like, were they just smoking weed back in the day? And I love cats! Um, okay, <laughs> this question was gonna be silly. Uh, it's what is your name, what is your quest, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? <laughs> what is your name, what is your quest, what is the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Do you know the answer? <laughs> That's the answer! Is it an African or European swallow? Exactly! That was a Monty Python and the Holy Grail question, which goes into our next question. Question number 13. Name three movies that are significantly, significantly enhanced by weed and why. This is a three-point question. Name three movies. If people can actually, if you can name one, I can give away three tickets. You have to name a movie that is significantly enhanced. Matrix. And why? No, Fast Times at Richmond. You can have one too, but Matrix. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Why does it make it better? Everything. Everything about the Matrix makes it better. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, Fast Times at Richmond High. Why? Coming of age movie, you know, in high school, first time you smoke, live in a van, why not? Yay! Uh, another movie, anyway, oh, here we go. Big Lebowski. Why? Because it makes you understand how the dude feels. You, him. you live the movie through him. Yes, that, that's right, the dude abides, the dude abides! Absolutely, all perfect questions. Two more questions. So you guys got to get on your game. Let's see who has who, who has more than two tickets right now. Does anyone have more than two? Does anyone have two? We're gonna see who wins the prize. You have two. You might be winning. All right. Question number fourteen. What is the name of today's product highlight? Sour lime. Yes. Kush. Yes. Sour lime Kush. You win. That's the name of the product highlight. You. That's awesome! Yay! Okay. Uh, this last question is uh, is another technical spark question. We'll see if you guys know the new the new cool stuff we can do here. Uh, when can you smoke pipes and bongs at Spark? 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 4.20 to close. Yay! <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, all right, everybody, count up your tickets. Three, two, two, three, two, two, one, three, two, two, one. All right, so yay, winner. And then you guys get to choose between these beautiful pins that were handmade by my friend Ant. One of them is, they're, <laughs> he also makes them, he hand sews them. He also makes ones that are like little, filled with catnip for your cats and they have little cats on them. They're pretty amazing. So yay, uh, thank you guys for participating. Uh, we're gonna do another comedian. He's a hilarious dude, you guys are gonna love him. He's an old man, he's been doing this for a long time. I love some, no he has, I'm sorry. I'm such a jerk, like I try to announce you in a nice way and I still come off like a jerk. We watched the World Cup today, it was fun. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Can you really denature THC by yourself? Yes. I mean that sounds kind of dirty, doesn't it? That doesn't sound like consent. My book. Well, that wasn't usually quiet. Uh, so anyway, guys, yeah. 420 is so played out. God damn it, it is so played out. It's not secret or cool or anything. Man, 420, it's not, it's not 2000 late. It's not 1990 late. It's 1980 late. That's how old that saying is. Man, 420, it's entirely played out. It's not cool, it's not secret. It's not even dangerous anymore. I mean, we can vape in the library around here, for God's sakes. You can? You can vape anywhere, right? Because it's not smoke. I mean, when I, was, I started smoking weed, it was like the only decade when it wasn't cool to smoke weed. The 80s, right? So I started smoking weed in the 80s. Back then, there was just weed or no weed. That was it. And now that the nerds have taken over cannabis, you got 50,000 different kinds of weed. Now it's gonna be all, where did it come from? Indoor, outdoor, was it partial shade or partial sun? Right, did the lady taking care of it use her menstrual juices to help fertilize the plants? You know that's real, man. You know that's real. Is it on the labeling? Man, plus, let's, think of, let's talk carbon footprint, right, everybody? We used to sell it in bags, right? Reusable bags. Now you're putting it in these bottles with the can't open bags. And everyone just cuts open and throws away anyway. Carbon footprint, man, that's an oil stain. You guys are saving straws and throwing those bags in instead. We're gonna start seeing pelicans choking out on those things, man, and ospreys all weighed down by those bags around their neck. You know it's true. Man, look at, what, look at the way weed has changed, man. Who here remembers 1987? A little bit. The year America ran out of weed. Yeah. 
Do you remember the great dry spell right after Just Say No? Oh man, it was terrible. But back then we used to be homo sapiens looking each other in the eye as we passed the joint around, right? And we used to save the roaches and hoard them for Sunday because they were special. <laughs> you guys don't do that anymore. Look at you. You got your fucking vape baggies out and your nice little extra tray there for your used weed. <laughs> You guys don't suffer for weed anymore. Now you're all a bunch of homo sativas and homo indicas, all vaping out on your individual pens. Lost touch with society. All Pokemon go walking off a cliff headlong into traffic. Stuck in a nab app because you lost your ability to find your friends in a park. <laughs> And what 420 does to this city, besmirches the poor streets with all your Uber drivers. And, all, and you get the munchies so you order food through your lifts and your ways and your means. You guys can walk across if you want, it's all right. I won't make fun of how this weed has totally jumped a shark. All nerded out. I mentioned that already, didn't I? I don't remember. I think I did. I'm going to give you a minute. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, I started the first club in Oakland back in the 90s. Back in the wild, wild west. And we used to have an alarm system that was hooked in, that called into the police that would come when our club got broken into. And so when the alarm went off, the cops are waiting down there. They're like, yeah, come suck the alarm off. So I come through, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to see the place? And they're like, yeah, why not? They come through, and there used to be a law back then that if the cops ever had your weed, they could never give it back. Oh, my God. So they wanted to see what weed was all about, so I gave them each an eighth, and I was like describing to them the differences. They're like, I can't tell the difference. I'm like, yeah, but you can see there are differences, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. And then after I was done talking, I just reached over and I snatched the bags out of their cop hands and put it back in my desk drawer. And I was like, all right, guys, show's over. Let's go. That's right, man. I white privileged the fuck out of those cops. I took that weed right back from those fools. That's my story. That's his story sticking to it. Uh, let's let's do the product highlight really quickly. Scotto, Jonathan, you you smoked it. Come talk about it. Yeah, we can smoke another bag. I I can talk about it for a second. We were smoking the sour lime Kush today in the product highlight, and it really tastes like lime. Again, I don't know how that happens. Uh, I'm super like, and it's making me like super up. Like I'm very like obviously you can t I feel like really up and really talkative. So that's good. Uh, I mean, for the, could you imagine that they give me the, they're like, Pam, shut the fuck up. Today's product highlight's gonna be called Shut the Fuck Up, Pam. And I'm like, duh. That'd be a fun product highlight. Um, it's hard for me because, like, everything makes, all weed makes me happy. Like, I, I can smoke anything and feel good about it. Did you try the Sour Lime Kush? Oh, you like, you like my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sweater. Yeah, Raphael with the sides. 
It's old school. I found this at Buffalo Exchange, which means that in its hand knit by somebody's mother. So that means that some jerk kid like went, I know I got it for eight bucks too. It's like the best thing I ever bought for eight bucks at Buffalo Exchange. And it was hand knit by somebody's mom, which means that somebody's child just doesn't appreciate their mom at all. Like I would have framed this. I would have turned it into a pillow. Like it's, I'm like, really? You know what if you don't appreciate your mom hand knitting this or your grandma, it could have been a grandma. Uh, see, look at that. That's what the, that's what this is making happen to me. Scotto Walker of Flat Black Plastic every Saturday on Mutiny Radio from ten or from twelve to two. What do you think about the product highlight tonight, Sour Lime Kush? It, it is messing with my um, equilibrium. I'm no, I'm noticing balance problems above my neck. All right. Bad problem, but differences, not problems. All right. That was probably the best product highlight we've ever had. That was great. Brian Lucette, you're going up next. How did you feel about the product highlight? Did you, you didn't try it. Jonathan, we need to make a vape bag for Brian. He's on the show. We got to check it out. Uh, what are you, you, you tell me also, can you do two things at once? What do you feel about the sour lime? It's good. It's flavorful. It's uh, heady, but not so much as more body. It's a, above your shoulders. Above your shoulders. Heady. It's tasty, though. I like it. Limey. Limey. Well, it's making me hyper. Uh, we're going to set you up with that. Uh, while, while, while we're getting ready for that, uh, Scott, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about Flat, Flat Black Plastic, your amazing show on Mutiny Radio? Is that okay? Is that weird? No, you, I, I play records, and they're all records that you will like if you have good taste, and it's fun for the whole family if your family is the Manson family. <laughs> Fair enough. He has one of them that's so great. He has this record of Dune. You know the book Dune? I'm playing a different Dune recording tomorrow. Awesome. Not the Sandworm one, the, uh, the next one. On Saturday from noon. Library, from the SF Public Library. They have it. And it's, it's Dune. So it's, gonna, it's Saturday from noon to two, but you can also find the podcast on our website, Flat Black Plastic. But the thing is, he's got the Dune record, and then he plays other music behind it, and it's just like the crazy soundscape. And one of my favorite things, he had... Um, the guy was re-talking about Mexican cuisine. What was that? Vincent Price. Guacamole. Vin Vincent Price talking about Mexican food in like the 60s. And it's an amazing record and he played it. There's one more impersonation of Vincent Price on the Mexican food re recipe LP. One time my friend asked me if I could put my banana near his melons. Yes. And he also calls it Culantro. <laughs> he doesn't call it cilantro. It's so funny. I love a show. Flat Black Plastic, every Saturday, noon to two. All right, your next comedian highlight. Did you did you get to smoke some of it? You're still working it out. You did. So when you do your stuff, tell them first what you think about it, and then talk about whatever you want. Everybody, comedian Brian Lucette. Yay! Yay. Um, so I just tried it. It was um, delicious. It tasted. Um, it had notes of like um, marijuana, um, vaporized marijuana. It was very um, smoke-like when it came out. 
and it's going to destroy my story that I'm going to tell you. So it was good. It was delicious. It was actually very delicious. It was like maybe citrusy or uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, so I've been smoking weed for a long time. I've been smoking. I started when I was like a young teenager, like I was 13, 14, did that for a year, but then um, found God and became Catholic for six years and then started smoking weed again when I was like 20 and I went to college. And um, I, sm I smoked, as soon as I start, every time I've smoked in my life, I just smoked all the time. Until like now, I'm like finally a responsible person. But. Um, when I started in college, I uh, lived in Southern California in Orange County. I was going to school at Cal State Fullerton. Um, I was uh, skipping a lot of my philosophy classes um, pretty regularly um, and smoking weed or sometimes smoking and then going to class and then thinking it was good for it and then just not remembering anything. Um, but. Um, I smoked pretty regularly, and I also was experimenting with alcohol, although this one night, I went out to a party, and I was not going to drink. I just smoked weed, and um, I went over to my friend's house first. Um, we smoked there, um, and then I left my car keys and my weed in his apartment, um, which was fine because we were going to come back there. The problem was he also left his house keys in the apartment. Um, so we went to this party. I actually was, um, I, yeah, relatively sober. I didn't really drink anything. Smoked a little bit, but we got, um, came back to his house around 12.30 a.m. and um, realized that he didn't have his keys, I didn't have my keys, and I didn't have my weed. <laughs> and so I was like, well, we're going to figure this out. Um, so he lived on the second in, a sec in a, an apartment complex on the second story, and he had a balcony that came out over the parking lot. The balcony shot out, like came out like f probably five feet, I'd say, five or six feet. And uh, above it, there was a, a roof that hung down right over his balcony. And I was like, oh, I could totally <laughs> fucking land this if I just slide off the roof and just keep my body c completely flat against the wall, I could totally fucking land in this balcony, hope that the sliding glass door is open, and maybe get my weed. <laughs> and so uh, we were like, I'm gonna fucking do this. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do this. So we go find the fire escape ladder that goes up to the roof. Now the fire escape ladder was, it started like, um, six feet high, no, not six feet, it's probably more like this high is where the ladder started, but there was a metal bar over it, like a metal case over it meant to keep you from using it. It's like a security, so you couldn't get on until probably like eight or nine feet up. So, I'm like, right, fuck it, like you guys are like at least four or five feet, I'm gonna stand on your shoulders. And so, um, we're, we're like, doing this climbing, like, I'm not making it, like, I'm trying to get above this metal bar, like, fell down once or twice, and then the security guard comes up. Oh, no. And I'm like, ugh. 
I'm like, we can't get up there. Can you help us? And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, he comes. He's like, yeah, this makes sense. You got to get in there. You got to go off the balcony and get in and get your keys. Like, yeah, let me help you. And so he helps us. And finally, with three people pushing me up, I get onto this ladder. And then I'm climbing up the ladder to the roof. Uh, meanwhile, it's like getting very misty. It's like a very romantic sort of night. Uh, nice and misty and left a nice sheen all over the roof. So anyway, I walk over to the balcony, take a look. I'm like, oh, totally, I could do this. And then walk back to the top of the roof and then lay on my belly and slowly inch my way back, back to the edge of the roof. When I finally get to the edge of the roof again, I'm like, my, my feet are hanging off. I'm still very much in control. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. I can't do it. And then my friends downstairs are like, hey, you're not going to make it. Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, all of a sudden, I fucking slip. And I'm sliding down the roof. Then my belt buckle, a heavy pewter Beatles belt buckle, catches on the gutter. And I'm hanging off the edge oh my God. by my belt buckle on this like slightly wet roof. Um, my friends are, I think, praying. Uh, I, the security guard's like, you're not going to make it. And, and I somehow, like in that second when I, that, that belt buckle stopped my fall, I was able to get enough like momentum to just slowly like get my body back up. Like I was... I did do. I did stay against the wall this time. <laughs> I just like crawled up, and then came back down. Had a really hard time with that emergency ladder, <laughs> and then um, didn't die. And so I have a lot of fear around heights now. <laughs> I am very afraid of heights, and luckily, weed is a great way to treat that anxiety. <laughs> like. I take weed for my, anxiety, my fear of heights all the time. Like, for example, I was um, into rock climbing for a second, and I did it. The first time I did it, I was frightened. I, could, I was, like, shaking, hurt my arms, and fell off the wall every time and just couldn't do it. I got in dangerous situations because of my fear. Then I started, I was like, well, maybe I can smoke some weed before I go rock climbing, and it'll make me do it better. And then I did smoke weed, and then I stayed home. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm way less anxious right now. This is great. <laughs> and I didn't hurt myself. So anyway, weed is a really great solution to a lot of problems. Um, and that's, that's my review of that product. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Brian Lucette, everybody, is alive. That's amazing. That was scary. Like. I don't, ah, trying to think of like a death-defying time. Every time it's been death-defying, it's because I've been drunk, so I don't remember it. You know what I mean? Like, when you smoke, you're too lucid, uh, which is, I guess, a good thing. Then I don't hurt myself. Yay. Being too intimate on the Sparkast. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're finishing, we're finishing up the Sparkast of today. Uh, I want to thank all of our comedians and people that were here. We had Matthew Quirk. Warhol Kaufman, Brian Lucette. We had special guest Scotta Walker from mutinyradio.fm's Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to two. Uh, by far, by not, by none, my favorite show on the station. 
Uh, also, please come through every Friday. We have a great comedy show at 8 o'clock called Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse at Mutiny Radio. This is played live on the station on Wednesdays between 4 and 5 o'clock. So, uh, and then it's also available. You can, you can get it on iTunes, and you can download them individually if you like. So, yay, Sparkast. Um, yeah, I want to thank Spark. They're amazing. Also, if I didn't mention it, they their bathroom is like a day spa. Like, I just want to hang out in there all the time. It's just, it feels like Napa, you know? Like all the, when the water comes out of the faucet funny, and you're like, whoa, that's special. So, uh, thank you guys again for being here. Again, come by Spark. Get the product highlight. That sour lime kush is killer. Oh, before we end, I wanted to quickly go across what was the new stuff that you bought. It came in a cool, it's brand new. It came in a cool package. It was in a cool box. Bubble. Bubble. Give me the package, honey. Let's talk about it real quick because we have like two minutes left. There was another thing that we got today. It's by Up North, your source for California's premier craft cannabis. It comes in a cute box, which I think I'm going to put stuff in later. Like, I don't know. Uh, but it looks and smells great. And I guess, I mean... People really took advantage of this new packaging thing to make things pretty. I don't know, I like cool glass canisters. Put your change in there. Looks great, I'm excited. So uh, one of the new products, Up North's, oh, let's see, I'm, I'm, it's on the front. The other front, the other front. Oh, there it is, Humble OG. OG. We love the OGs, we love the OGs. All right, thanks again so much for being with us at the Sparkcast. We'll see you guys next week on Tuesday between 8 and 9. Bye-bye! for something completely different.
Mitchell Show. Hey! December 11th. What's happened to George? We're back. Yes, we are. Damn, I was falling asleep and then I played that song and that song gets me going, man. Every freaking time. I love that tune. Dude, I could be dead. I think that song would wake me up. What's up with you, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Life yeah. is good. No complaints, you know? No complaints, huh? Well, I'm sure I can find something, but why, well, right? Sure you will. <laughs> How about yourself, George? How's life? Uh, things are all right. I, it's, it was one of those days, man. I, uh, so last night I was, uh, I was farting around around the house, and I went to light a cigarette. My, left, my right thumb felt kind of funky, man. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Actually, that was probably around 4 o'clock-ish, something like that. So like by 6, 7, it was just super sore. I couldn't even light a lighter with it, man. Really? Yeah, it was just, but it was just my thumb, right? And I was like, all right, well, cool. You know, I wrapped it. I was walking around with something on it. For probably uh, till about ten, ten thirty when I went to bed, and I, uh, I woke up this morning and my my whole hand was kind of sore. I was like, yeah, what the fuck, you know? That I couldn't make a full fist. And then, uh, Were you it was, hit somebody or what? it was my first day on the job, man. You know, so I like show up and I'm I'm doing the paperwork, filling out all the paperwork. My hand is fucking killing me. Oh, the new guy. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna come in with excuses, like, oh, I'm, I my hands hurt. Anything you know? so to leave like, early. Ah, man, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> So I'm not that like guy, you know, style. and I, I didn't try to burn him. When I picked up the call on Friday, I was in fucking perfect health, man. So I was uh, I was excited about the job. You know, I got out there, and I saw one of your old buddies out there, you know, our old friend, Seabone. Uh, <laughs> let's just call him Seabone. That's right. He has been on the show, so we can't use his real name. I don't want to use his real name, man. It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> he doesn't like to use protect, his real name. Protect the innocent. <laughs> so uh, so I was, like, jacked about it, you know, and fucking I'm filling out the paperwork, my hands throbbing. I'm like, no, nah, just, you know, I'll get in there. I'll be fine, man. It'll be okay, you know. It just felt like I pulled a tendon or something. You know, but now it's spreading to like my wrist and shit. Hmm. By fucking like just after break, man, I uh, my hand was just throbbing. I was just hurting like hell. I couldn't put weight on it. I can't fucking bend it. It's just throbbing constantly. So that's all I'm feeling is pain. So I uh, I made it to lunch. I went to lunch and I had a safety meeting I had to deal with after that, or you know, orientation meeting for the job site. Yep. And then uh. I told him what was going on, man. He's like, you want to use my phone to make an appointment? And I called up, and I got an appointment for 340, and he was like, dude, why don't you just get out of here now? Dude, he's cool as hell, man. I just met the guy today, and he's like fucking solid as hell. And I told him, hey, man, I'm not trying to burn you here. You know, I'm just, I came out to work, and that's what I plan to do. I don't want to fucking give you 90%. You need, you know, I do 110 here, baby. Maybe 115. You never know. Well, compared to who? It's someday 75%. It's all relative. It's all relative. <laughs> it's got to balance out. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, you'd hope, huh? <laughs> it, so, yeah, it'll so, happen. Maybe. So, yeah, I'm working for that new electric company, Design Electric, and the uh, GF out there. Let's call him TL. TL? Tenderloin? Not old no. Tenderloin. That son of a gun. No, he was just good to me, man. Right off the bat. It's like right fucking on. It's, you know, it's just kind of old school, and you don't see it so much anymore. And it's just, it was nice, man. That's cool. So I, I really want to get back to health and get this thing straightened out. So the hospital, basically, they sent me to, uh, they said it could be arthritis or it could be uh, the onset of shingles. Ooh, they x-rayed it. They didn't find any breaks, but I'm still leaning that way, man. Cause just the way this thing feels, it didn't swell up right off the bat. Man, I don't know why it moved from my thumb to my wrist. I don't know if I smacked it while I was sleeping. I don't know what the fuck, man. Hmm. I'm a wild sleeper, man. Apparently. Jesus. I have oh, no idea. You have no clue. <laughs> that's you why know. I don't, that's why I don't sleep at people's houses, man. <coughs> I wreck shit. Really? Oh yeah. Plus the snoring. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. You have some Oh dude, I'm a window rattler. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to that. God. I get that point of resonance. Boom. 
You know, it's funny you're mentioning that because I saw something on the internet today about this lady that I went driving and motorbiking in my sleep, and she had a landlady that motor was boating like, or motorbiking. Motorbiking. Okay. It's England, UK, or whatever. She moved from Canada to the UK. She's hanging out. Her landlady's like, "So, where'd you go last night?" She's like, "What do you talk about?" She goes, "Well, you uh, went out and rode your motorcycle and came back and parked it exactly where you left it." And I put my helmet. Oh yeah, you went plunking downstairs in your boots. You're all set to go, and off you went. You're back in 20 minutes. And apparently. She so they locked up her motorcycle keys and then she took a drive in her car <laughs> this lady's leading this awesome fucking second life she has no idea about huh. maybe she's a pimp or something you know no she on that uh, they got that new sleeping stuff that drives people the people do the, all that crazy shit now oh yeah have you heard about that I heard about the lady had uh, when she, she had sex with Ambien ghosts. so Ambien supposedly people are taking Ambien and they're like I heard one dude actually like went to the grocery store and bought a turkey and made a full meal Ate and went back. I mean, mashed potatoes, stuffing the works. He like did a whole Thanksgiving dinner on Ambien. Didn't even know he left the house. Really? Didn't know he got out of bed. Wow. What, what if you're a mass murderer instead of just like cooking grandiose meals? It could meals? be happening. Maybe that's the reason why they're doing it. Who knows? Wow. And well, I dreamt I ate his head. It's one yeah. way. <laughs> that's one way to get population control because we are overpopulated, right? You're wearing a tooth necklace, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice pajamas, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, so supposedly Ambien's doing that to a few people, man. It's like one of the side effects is these fucking crazy fucking uh, crazy fucking sleepwalking fucking adventures. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, it sounds like this lady was up the same thing, but she took it to the next level. Yeah. What if you were an, like an awesome like grade A motorcycle racer, and then like when you woke up, you're just Joe Average again? <laughs> How would you find that magic place to be, and would you be able to persevere for season after season? Huh. These are all the good questions. questions. The hard-hitting questions we present at FTW. Just in the first five minutes. Can you believe this shit? My head's spinning. It's going to be a long two hours. Oh, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> I get that every week, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your weekend, man. Did you do anything good? Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with you Friday night, hanging out with the boys. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Those that, guys uh, are hysterical, dude. Legendary. What a bunch down So you heard about all those guys beforehand. You'd I've heard of a couple. I heard about the guy that led a, a, a dirt bike race out of the Cow Palace. And then <laughs> we'll call him to... JL. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking whole shot of the pack in blue jeans and a t-shirt, led the thing, and then tried to triple jump and overshot. Didn't undershoot. Overshot the triple, dude. <laughs> Laid it in a flat. He probably saw his buddy in the stand having a beer. And thought, well, I could probably, I'm far enough ahead, I could stop for a beer and do this. Dude. <laughs> that was at the Cow Palace. <laughs> I was probably there. That's I the pro- best I part. was. I was there. Were you, really? They asked me to not smoke in there, and I could look at the blue exhaust fucking Oh, dude, that place haze was a haze fest. It hung there strokes? like 30 feet, man. It was just Fuck a fucking, yeah, it did. It was a you cloud. You looked at the kids in the audience. They all looked like they're from Martinez or something. Like, well, you ain't quite right, are you? <laughs> That Pacifica look in their hey, eyes. Hey, y'all been huffing two-stroke lately? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no smoking, mister. Put that cigarette out. Yeah. Well, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> look at it. <laughs> you fucking cut the air with a knife. Hey, that's not proven yet. That your smoke, it does, it's proven that it yeah, kills people. Yeah, petroleum Pal. distillates are good for your lungs. Knock it off, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what ails you. Yeah, I don't even have a motorcycle show in the Bay Area anymore. Isn't that sad? You have to go to L.A. or fucking Chicago or... It's ridiculous. Seriously, have you seen a motorcycle show in the last five years here? 
What do you mean by motorcycle show? The, okay. Cycle World used to put on the motorcycle show. I think they still do. But they go around New York, L.A., Chicago. Uh, they're probably Florida, gotcha. maybe Houston. It's, it's one of those They used to hit San Francisco, and then it became San Mateo probably before 2000. And I made the trek to San Mateo many a times, but it probably died out with the recession, I'd say. Mm. I don't know. I came back in 11, and it's like, hey, we're... we're Where'd it go? <laughs> it, it might have been around for a year then. I'm not sure. But anyway, it has dried up and moved on. It's probably the prices of renting the place, man. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't. If you're not going to make enough profit on it, why would you do it? Because all the vendors that come and people like me want to go see the new bikes. Hey, I'm trying to make a living here, bud. Hey, calm down. Nothing's right? free. City Bike needs to be out there, too. Nothing's free. Our friends at City Bike need to be out Maybe there. Maybe we too. should put on a motorcycle show. How about that, Steve? We'll do it here at the studio. That could be your Monday event. nights, 8 to 10. It'll be awesome. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> so I made this playlist on a Saturday morning. Wow. You're ahead of the curve. I was ahead of the curve. I just basically put it on play. I, I put my fucking playlist on fucking. Uh, it's not like the theme of the Jetsons. Mix the it up kind of, of shit. Monsters, is it? <laughs> no, and I pretty much just fucking. Uh, Here's George I Jetson. I just went whatever order my fucking random shit came up. No way, you're George Jetson. You need a dog named Astro. So there's actually one good song for you. It's not a good song for anybody else but you. <laughs> That's a stirring recommendation. Because your music taste is horrible, Steve. Thank I heard you. it and I, I was like, that. that'll, that'll make Steve happy. I will take that. My music taste is horrible. It's going to piss everybody else off. But, that's but okay. I'm happy with it. It's fine. It's fine. It's just fine. You're used to pissing people off. Real fine. It's kind of a hobby, actually, at this point. You know, I started playing with some plastic dip over the weekend, man. Did you really? Yeah. Really? You make some stickers? Um, no. Like I was messing with my tools. All the tools that I that I uh, that got damaged in the fire. Uh huh. I've been cleaning those up, and a couple of like my uh, my door door panel removing tools, and uh, some of my uh, screwdrivers and that kind of shit. That pretty much that drawer got melted. Like so, some of the handles really melted up. Uh-huh. So I like fucking shaved them down a little bit, but they're still kind of fucking harsh on your hands. So I plastic dipped them. Oh, perfect. But with the spray can, plastic dip. Oh, not the dip. No. no. Plastic spray, one might say. As it were. (laughs) (laughs) The hell you say. It's kind of cool. I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, because you can peel it right off and start all over again if you want, man. It comes off in one piece. So you can do multicolored, like, go crazy one night and acid. It peels right off and stretches right off. So I'm thinking, like, for doing bank jobs and shit, you know? (laughs) You know, you're always doing bank jobs. This is really important for you to uh, stay a step ahead of the law. I'm just thinking of stuff, man. Just saying. You never know when this shit's going to come in handy. Someday you're going to be like, damn, George, where'd you do that from? How'd you know that? Wow. Because I've been thinking about this shit for years, man. You must pull bank jobs and stuff. This is awesome. For, For you. We'd all be dead. How'd you figure that out? <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> wow, the, the little ballet that goes on inside your head must be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm it's kind of worried about you and entertained at the same time. So it never ends. You know, you haven't gone too psychotic yet. So I'm, squirrel. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of squirrel, we need to go need to go see squirrel and do, uh, see the uh, what does he call it karaoke. He does on Tuesday nights at Daily City. Squirrel. Squirrel. Come on, squirrel. The guy that has a belt buckle just below his chin, works over at uh, Freeman. Drops, Mike. Li- no, drops lights on people's heads. I call him Mike. Oh, he's so much more than a Mike. He's more no, of a... No, Mike from Monsters, Inc., you know, because he's got no... His legs run into his neck. Monsters, Inc. I must have missed that one. You never saw that cartoon with fucking no. one... He's got one big guy. It's fucking Billy Crystal's his voice. Uh, I do remember the vaguely a picture of the cartoon of him. Put it up on your phone sometime. If it was 101 Dalmatians, yeah, I've seen that 10,000 times because my kids fucking loved it, the goddamn movie. Yeah, keep blaming on the kids. Yeah. 
Oh, but I want to see it again. <laughs> shut up. We're watching 102 Dalmate. What? It's not 102? It's 101. Oh, shit. Pongo with Perdita need you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Plus Cruella DeVille, man. How many Cruella DeVilles have you met in your life? It, it, sometimes you see that lady that's just an old mean hag, and it's like, oh, that's Cruella DeVille. And it just fits, bro. Not being judgmental. All right, I'm being judgmental, but... Kind of a monster. Yep. Kind of a monster, George. Lots of news, uh, motorcycle shit going on, uh, going on, but we'll have to get into that later. Uh, the big news. What's the big news? Bruce Brown passed away. Yeah. The guy that did the uh, On Any Sunday. We will get into that a little bit later. Uh, big loss for the community. 80 years old. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco yeah, born. Right? Bruce Down. San Francisco born. Yeah. December 1st, 1937. Just turned 80. Yep. He bought the farm. Natural causes. I wonder if he was still living in the city, man. I think he was a SoCal guy. He was 37, dude. He had to be here when fucking O'Neill was doing the wetsuits and all that shit, right? He was he was out there surfing before wetsuits, man. He moved to Long Beach as a child, so I don't know if it was before school started or what his story was. Hmm. Well, he missed out then, because we got the best waves in the fucking world right here. (laughs) If you say so. I'm not a great surfer, so... Dude, it's uh, from now until January through January. It's like the most oh, consistent breaks. fucking solid fucking waves. Oh, really? Oh, fucking Ocean Beach is known for it, man. Fucking, fucking delicious wave sets. Fucking huh? le- worldwide legends. Wow. So if you can surf, If you can surf Ocean Beach, you can surf any, any wave in the world is what's been said. Well, I tried and I didn't really succeed, but it sure was a lot of fun. You got to know how to swim first. Well...
even die for the cash But at last you be out Even though you're wanting more This issue was closed like an elevator door But soon we open once we get to the next What's door with the Ain't controlling shit. That was some De La Soul, man. Stakes is high. Well, that's a tasty one. That was alright too, huh? Yeah. And before that was uh, past the mic. Whatever happened to those guys? Did they uh, go their separate ways? De La Soul? Yeah. I don't know. They're probably all producers now, man. Are they like, uh, they might be giants where they're like playing down at BART stations near you? No. Uh, One of my friends saw, in fact, Seabone uh, <laughs> saw one of those guys playing down at like 24th Street Bart one day. Diggity. Yeah, I hear those guys do that just to kind of keep tight, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I thought he was just at hard times or something. No, I've heard a few people do that. You know, just fucking tighten it up and get back out there and just kind of get back to their roots kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Fuck. Go play in the hood. Yeah. Deal with the junkies and the freak shows at fucking 24th Street Bart. Big almost, two four, almost as much fun as one six, baby. Deuce Quattro, <laughs> I almost got mugged there. Recently? No, nah, it was a long time ago. The, they figured out so in the neighborhood, I used to hand out flyers out there, and there was a pizza place right on Twenty Fourth and Mission called uh, Sophia's, which is gone now. A couple doors up from the McDonald's. And the neighborhood kids figured out that we came in there every Saturday afternoon and got a slice of pizza and got paid for handing out flyers. So we had cash in hand. Uh oh. Yeah, so we were inside getting our piece, our slice of pizza, and there's about ten of them gathered up outside. They're just like, "Come on, man, we want that cash, bro. We want that." Ah. And me and my buddy look at each other, and we're chewing on our slice. Like, this ain't gonna be good, man. Let's eat we're, ten pieces of pizza. We're like they'll never fourteen. These guys are all way older than us, you know. And I think, I think actually, I know a couple of them are as, as electricians now. <laughs> 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 so if I could, uh so we uh, we finished our slice and kind of looked at each other, and they were like sitting there, kind of mocking us outside. And we fucking bolted through that crowd and and bolted right into traffic in fucking Mission Street. They, really? They, they weren't as crazy as us, so we made it across the street and got on Bart and got the fuck out of there. If you could dodge a wrench, you can dodge a thief. <laughs> Sorry. Did you see Dodgeball? It was just on the other day. I got it on fucking DVD, actually Blu-ray. So you managed to dodge a thief and dodge a wrench and dodge traffic on Bishop Street. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably before the red lanes, huh? Oh, yeah, way before. Those red lanes fucked up. This was like uh, 35 years ago. Holy shit, you're old. I'm only like 27 and a half and shit. Jesus. What am I doing with hanging out with old people like you? I was two. <laughs> uh, I was one and a half? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. The good old days, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Back when you got paid cash for a job. Oh, those are the best. So, yeah. So, I've, uh, I mean, there, there's been a few fucking people that have uh, supposedly done that. Just, like, gone to train stations and bus stations and that kind of shit and just fucking sit out there and just open up their fucking their guitar case and throw some licks out and see what happens, man. Hmm. Make a few bucks and get the fuck out of there. Well, I've never seen 
Jimmy Page or Eddie Van Halen do it, but I suppose it happens. Just because you said so, George. <laughs> they might be giants. <laughs> they might not be giants. You never Enough know. Enough said, right? <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool shit, man. Very good. So times. yeah, I played with Plastic Dip this weekend. Worked on the bikes. Still haven't got the Cowie going. I got to unbury it. It's a problem, man. It's buried in the back of the fucking garage. And every time I start moving shit, I start working on something else. Mm. Mm. The multiple project garage monsters. And then I start looking up shit on fucking YouTube and fucking Google, and then I'm lost for fucking four hours, man. So it's like, <laughs> 7.30, it's time to go to your show. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out information. So I'm like, cause, so now I've got like three bikes. I've got a total of 10 carburetors i got to fucking clean out. And one of them, when I pulled the tank, it was all green, so I know that's all lacquered up. Ooh. So I'm looking into maybe buying a ultrasonic cleaner. That would be cool. I'd come over and play with that. Fuck, I'd clean carburetors for you. Yeah, well. For free. I'd be charging people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got to pay for that ultrasonic cleaner, man. I will so totally pay you Tuesday, bro. So for a decent industrial style, I'm talking right now, they're on sale. I get 66% off. I'm still talking like six, 700 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's a little cheaper to get the old carb dip thing. Or do they still sell those? Yeah, you can still get that. Uh, <clears throat> Barrowman's carb dip. Yep. Um, but that's just like a little one-gallon can. Yeah, it had the little tray. It lowered this the is, thing in there. magically came out a day later. And it was all yeah. ready to be cleaned up. You've got to tear down all the parts and make sure you don't have gaskets when you do that. Oh, yeah. No O-rings. Very O-ring unfriendly. Not well, the day. ultrasonic, you can actually uh, just fill it with water. And put the carb in there, and it'll break it loose, man. No, I want top fuel in there, dude. I want to see a fire. It's going to be awesome. I was thinking I might just take some like uh, some injector cleaner and just fill it with that. Because that should eat all the shit up, too, right? Seems like. But see, now I'm getting ahead of myself, because I haven't bought the fucking thing yet. You should probably start with water, <laughs> since that's what they recommend, you know? Yeah, see how it works out. You know? But yeah, I've seen a few things come out of that thing. It's like, God damn, that would be so fucking nice. Just fucking drop your parts in there, and boom. They're like brand spanking new 10 minutes later. That is the shit. That's something else, man. That's the ultimate dream. It's the world we live in, baby. It's just getting easier. easier, just, easier, uh, easier. Some of them have dual transducers. Some of them have heat. Some don't. Some have fucking... Yeah, the yeah. old dual transducers. Oh, I thought they'd done away with those. That's fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's crazy is Harley Davidson. Uh, they're going to post the largest contingency package in AFT history for 2018. Potential of $562,500. But you must be a competitor on an XG750R. The Harley that didn't do too well last year versus the Indians. So I don't know how far it's going to go. But I mean, if you finish in first place, 10 Gs. Second place, 8 Gs. Third place, 6 Gs. Fourth place, 2. And it goes down there to 10th place where you get $250. But... Uh, Daytona TT kicks off uh, what the AFT twenty eight season March fifteenth. Tickets are only twenty nine bucks, George. If you want to go, where's that? Uh, Florida, Daytona, Florida. Shut up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great time though? All those fucking people from the north all snowbirded out and all fucking. And here come the California guys. Hi, we're the FTW show. Get hey, out hey, yeah, watch out. <laughs> That's my seat. <laughs> See, I'm FTW on the hat. It's mine. Me. Me first. <laughs> 
but yeah, five hundred sixty-two thousand dollars for a bike that didn't do well. So uh, they're kind of hedging so their gonna, bets. They're that... going to give you half a million dollars just to ride the thing through the season, or you got to win first place and go all. Oh, you'd have to. You wouldn't make that much money. That's the potential for first place to tenth place. Everybody placing that well on a Harley XG, which the first three are probably going to be Indians, maybe a Cowie up there because they kick ass. Wow, that was interesting. Yeah, uh, flashing lights. Flashing lights. I know. Shiny objects can be too. It's Dude. crazy. You see that squirrel the other day? <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts, man. When I go to the bar and the TV's on, there'll be all kinds of shit that I don't like, like sports and fucking. <laughs> and you're still looking. And I can't take my fucking eyes off the fucking thing, man. It's ridiculous. And you hate sports. And my eyes are glazed over. All I'm seeing is flashing lights. I'm not <coughs> even paying attention to what's going on on it. I just see fucking bright colors fucking swirling around and shit, and I'm on it. <laughs> Hunter, you are made for Vegas, bro. No, I'm not. Yes, staggering through the casino, spending money. You are th- th- spending money, dream. my ass, dude. You're I don't dream. I'm not a gambler. Neither am I. I'm terrible at it. Um, last time I was in Vegas, I actually uh, took mushrooms and just walked up and down the strip. Oh, that's a good one. That's the way to do it, baby. Yeah, it is. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Vegas. Oh, really? You know, it's actually not my favorite town either. I would rather be out riding my dirt bike and then, you know, go out for a couple drinks that night, you know, maybe a show or something like that. But beyond that, eh, probably worst place. Little dog's angry. Well, she is angry. Hey! Hey, there's somebody outside. No wonder she's barking, man. (laughs) Anybody we know? It looks like uh, Wild Bill and the boy, huh? What is that? How are you, Bill? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Oh, man, a cooler beer. Hey, who's that guy? Yeah, look at this guy. Holy Toledo. Who the fuck? Hey, can you cuss on air? Fuck yeah, you broke it. No, it's already broken. I think I got arthritis or something, man. My hand's not working. You need a chair? Grab a chair, man. Welcome. Quiet. Does this thing work? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it's on. We have special guests. It's Wild Bill. I got them all racked up. What about the boy? And Wild Wyatt. (laughs) Wild Wyatt's in the house. He's uh, 18 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a ticket. He has a vape pen, he told me. He's more like Sky Wyatt. (laughs) (laughs) It's catching up to you, George. Air Wyatt. And you're what, 17 now? How old are you? 14. 15. About to be 15. Oh, that's right. You're not going to make it. You keep growing, motherfucker. 1227, sir. I got issues with tall people. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah. A little man's complex. Almost. Yeah, yeah, you do. I really want to suck him in the mouth right now. <laughs> He's almost as tall as you, bro. <laughs> it's a good thing he isn't taller than me. Yeah, right? That's He's going to be. Yeah, well, yeah. be ready for it, buddy. He <laughs> <laughs> should be 18 by then, too. It'll be legal and everything. <laughs> you want a mic, big guy? Cool, man. <laughs> wow. Cool, man. He's not even talking shit back, man. Wow. <laughs> That's all right. Save it up for later, man. I got you. <laughs> See what happens when you're not around for a while. You're about to be prehistoric when I'm 18. <laughs> Too bad he didn't have a mic. Break like peanut butter brittle. <laughs> What the term was prehistoric, George was referred to. Oh, crumble. Oh, it's all. Oh, you just got caught up by a 15 year old, bro. Donkey car. Right. I'm just waiting we four years. We got to stage man. it, everything. Three four years. years. <laughs> Three years. All right. Once that ID says 18. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Three more years. Get all that skateboarding in next. You're gonna be walking too good after this. <laughs> <laughs> Crumble. Crumble, really. Yeah. Peanut brittle. Shatter. You can smoke that shit shatter, I think. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> he does who's well, you don't share, doesn't he? Oh, I share. <laughs> yeah, he does. Thanks, bro. Let's Good look at that. So, what do you do with this? Jack Herrera. What's this? Oh, you just hit it? No, first you got to pray to it. <laughs> oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. I love you so. Thank you for the fucking kindness that you gave us. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? What's going on with you, man? Nice hat. Nothing. I just got off uh, working, uh, pulling points out at the Cow Pals, 100 yeah. feet in the air. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's all right, huh? Yeah, it was really cool, actually. Got to go up and. Uh, Go on the roof of the cow palace and then climb back down from the roof into the fucking steel. Ugh. You got you got to go to the roof to get on the steel. Yeah, you go. Um, so the back of the house, the back of the cow palace, where the flag is. Yeah. Um, you go up the stairs and then on the uh, stage right side, you uh, go up. Stage right being this side, and the back of the stage being Geneva. Be, the ba- that that would be stage right is Geneva. Stage oh. left would be the hill, and then stay upstage would be um, Bayshore. Backstage is where we used to sneak in, man. Yeah. Just to pop the door right there. Upstage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Downstage good. is towards the audience. Good stuff. Yeah. You high-tech showbiz guys. Wow. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> towards the audience sounds better to me. The- theater, theater talk. Yeah. I'm learning theater talk. You're a theater queer now. Huh? No, actually, I, you know, Machowski brought me. Uh, <laughs> I am, actually. I uh, went into uh, the Baby Marines bang. Memorial with uh, Machowski, dude. It was kind of fun. He did uh, did some work there at the theater. Been in two theaters How's now. Machowski doing? Is he, is he doing anything? really good? They're getting uh, ready to have a baby. Yeah. Really close now. They're going to hold off to the 27th so he can fucking kick fucking Wyatt's ass, too? Yeah. I'm going to drag that kid with me. <laughs> Wyatt's a little birthday present. I mean, w- Happy 18th, motherfucker. <laughs> Get a little three-year-old to kick you in the neck. You <laughs> <laughs> George, bring see a three-year-old. How, see how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned three, too, motherfucker. <laughs> Kick him again. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, everybody's doing good in this world, I guess, right now. What's going on with Cow Palace that you're uh, working out there? Uh, it is a tech. They're teching a show that's going to Vegas. So um, they can't get into Vegas because of other shows going on so they're teching it they built the entire stage here at the cow to um so they can do all the rehearsals here before they go to vegas so and i can't tell you the show at the cow yeah so we used to call the holy cow the holy cow was out out yeah, in the abs i know no yeah. it wasn't it was on fucking uh 11th and Folsom. oh yeah that is the holy yeah, cow that is the, still the holy cow i still believe the holy cow yeah, yeah. So uh, when you say the cow i'm thinking like 11th and Folsom. i'm thinking soma yeah, no, the cow, the cow palace. You and your theater talk. No, it's always been called the cow. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it's always been cow. No, it has. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that they don't push the uh, the uh, the rodeo. Remember back in the day when we were kids, Dude. they used to push all the fucking oh, yeah. up Geneva. The cattle, yeah, and and then uh, not anymore, man. Barnum and Bailey, which is gone now, yeah. uh, we lost them this year. Um, they used to push all the elephants up Geneva, also, yeah. and you know that all went away. 
Yeah, the world's changed, man. Dude, I drove into Potrero Hill, so I got this job today. I start, I'm right next to the Anchor Steam Brewery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, it's going to be plenty of parking. I'm across from Jackson nope, there's Park no parking. right there. Dude, everything's on construction down there, man. Yep. Everything's a big hole in the ground, or it's fucking like 30 stories high. And it's fucking, or not 30, you know, six, eight. Yeah. the maximum. No, it's changed, man. It's wow. disgusting. The city is ruined. And of course, over there, everything's Monday street cleaning. So I spent 45 minutes driving around that motherfucker. Looking so you were late for work? I ended up parking in a four-hour parking spot. Yeah. Um, no, I got there two minutes off. I was going to be there like an hour early just so I could get a feel for the place, you know? Um, didn't work out. Didn't work out, huh? Nah, it never does. <laughs> so you with the Cow Palace tomorrow? No, I go back to 21st to tear it out. Mm. 21st, 22nd. I was going to say, so There's a lot of steel in the air, dude. Sal's going to be barbecuing tomorrow. Oh, I'm doing nothing. I'm going to Sal's barbecue tomorrow. I might be there with you. Oh, far out. Oh, you're going to get laid off already? No, I got a fucking... Uh, I'm waiting for, to hear from the doctors at 8.30 tomorrow. I got to call them. My hand's fucked up right now. Did you do it at work? No. I woke up like that this morning. I was fine Friday. Last night, my thumb started fucking with me. This morning, I couldn't make a fist. Now my hand... So how are you jerking off? Um, I'm using my left foot. Nice. Good, yeah. good, good. <laughs> I just stand on steel, it. Steel rub, in the air? I just stand that's on it and rub my heel shit around. That's a ton of light steel. Well, that's just steel. All the steel there. <laughs> Where's your skateboard at, skater Look boy? Look at all that steel. Is that crazy, dude? Look he said at the, the house. How the hell did you get anybody was wondering? around? <laughs> dude, when I looked at the video wall, the whole, the whole fucking ceiling shook. We were standing on top of this. We were up on the roof. We felt the whole Oakland? How many skateboards really? you got right now? What, a couple of tons or what? It's, it's the self-adjusting. Uh, how many? How many boards wow. are you? Uh, I mean, what do you think for weight? <laughs> a couple tons or what? Uh, yeah, easy. Uh oh, I pressed the button. Uh, third one in, I think. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. See all that steel in the air? That's what the cow palace looks like with the lights on, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a lit up like that. Man. You never? You never went to the hockey games? They were all during the, at night. Yeah. No, they had the lights on though. Yeah, that's right, huh? I remember that, man. I was out there for, uh, who's the last crew out there? It was the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Dude, the Bulls. you hang out at the bar was at the end right behind the fucking, uh, behind the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, upsta- yeah, 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 exactly. It was fun, Dwight and I used to go to the Bulls games. Yeah. Our buddy time, had uh, seats on the glass there. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was kind of sad they went. Yeah, well, we'd seen we've seen a lot of fights. Did you smack the glass though? A couple times, yeah. yeah got to when they come by. Why, why, there was a couple, I remember uh, one time Wyatt uh, was trying to get the guys to fight. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hit him, hit him. <laughs> Y'all do a little like the funnel hole. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to. <laughs> I'm little wild bill trust me oh okay go ahead the goofy kid with the skateboard told me to hit him yeah right <laughs> this isn't a baseball game Wyatt yeah. <laughs> they they that shot? brought his baseball glove and a skateboard they straight up encourage it yeah that's what I saw that yeah it's crazy dude that crazy? that's crazy man lots so of steel in the air how many of you guys out there Regan oh god there was uh it's all catwalks? It was 12 riggers the first day, and then six of us went up the second day, and there was a lot of sitting around. It was, but then they had, we had to crawl and do a few points and do but some But you're taking it, right? So they're, they're kind of working out the bugs right now. That's what... Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, basically, you know, they're like, oh, we need to hang one more speaker set. Right. The designer comes in and is like, ah.
Hey folks, this is the Flat Black Classic Show on Uni Radio. FM. Oh man, why is it turned up this long? Casey was supposed to be here, he didn't show up. So Casey, this is for you. Talking kind of lonely, said, 